something may be wrong with you. You convince something wrong with me? Yes. Or you convince something wrong with you? No, with you. Because everything is right with me. Oh, okay. From the rooter to the tutor. This is normal, huh? Absolutely. What's what's not normal? Uh, you hmm? know what? It's me. Something's wrong with me. Yeah, something's wrong with you. I was born like this. I'm sure. Absolutely. The umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck. I lost 3% of oxygen for two minutes. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my god. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture. Because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth... Okay. Kenneth, I have, yes. a, I have a question for you. What's your question for me, sir? First of all, am I speaking to Kenneth? Because audience if uh well i know you can't see um he has on a wig okay shades first of all you're not gonna shame me this is my hair oh that's your hair yes i'm gonna be very descriptive of it so everyone can understand it is braids that you would see shanene wearing they have little beads at the bottom and uh, this is normal for kenneth i believe let me ask you a question go ahead is there anything with my appearance? Am I in any way offensive? Yes. Uh, offensive to who? My eyes. But a lot of things are offensive to your eyes. That's true. So I actually think that you should just go ahead and uh, close your Walk around, close your eyes. <laughs> I need to just walk around with my just eyes closed. Just walk around with your eyes closed. Because <laughs> I think that's where you have a better quality of your life. Well, you know, Kenneth. Other than that, I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm excited about life. Why? I'm excited because it's the day that the Lord has made. And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, we just had Easter not too long ago. And he rose. A resurrection. He rose. Sunday. He rose from the dead. Did they let you do solos at church? He rose. He rose. He rose from the dead. And the Lord. They did. Mm-hmm. They let me do them on during testimonial service. And what did you sing? Because I know from what I know, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody. I spend a lot of time around Kenneth, and do he me has like about four songs that he puts in rotation of just those four songs. Oh, I ha- I can do Precious Lord. Oh, you added new songs to your list. Take my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and leave me on. You know, if you sing that in a Baptist church, people will fall out. Let me stand. I am died. And what else? And I, I, I am one. Supposed to be weak first, but it's all right. And I'm still weak <laughs> all day long. I need to record this. I'm going to record this and post Precious this on Instagram. Lord. Keep going. Why did a lot of old singers have to do that at the end? <laughs> like the car was Listen, like going out. That's how I grew up. They would come out. That was a technique, okay? Precious Lord. And lead me. Yes. Amen. Welcome yes. to my fave. Welcome. There must be a singing spirit in here because Ken is Welcome just singing to everything. my fave. <laughs> I'm the movie guy. And I'm Marcellus. I'm the TV, TV guy. TV guy. <laughs> you only going to sing your parts, okay? You can't sing mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing your stuff no, too. Don't be mad because I have a beautiful voice. You are singing your they parts. They used to call me the golden tele- Teddy Grams. You was the golden telegrams. They used no, to call me um, Golden Teddy Teddy Chris. Remember no card that uh, Golden Teddy Grams? 
I cinnamon grams. Oh, the gold, teddy grams. The teddy grams. I was one of the singing bears. Were they golden? Yeah, That's there was a golden one. There was a golden <laughs> one. <laughs> you can't add. It was teddy grams. Golden And they were different grams. flavors. I don't think they had. There was golden crisp. I don't think the adjective yes, of golden. I was a golden gram. Okay. Huh? You, know you don't what? remember that? You right. I don't. But you're right. That is was way on the top shelf in the back next to the post cereal. <laughs> the golden. I think you got all your stuff from the 99 cent store because I'm sure they had Absolutely golden teddy grams. Absolutely not. I didn't get my stuff from the 99 cent store. They I had, got my stuff on sale. They had golden teddy grams. But it went from the 99 cent store. The 99 cent store came up with stuff that didn't even make sense. Did not. It's still Crisp don't. X. <laughs> what is Crisp X? Chocolate Crisp X. And cream crisp X uh, in you know, a box. The the nine nine sister was the only place I knew that you go and you can get a cake mix to make six cupcakes. <laughs> I never knew that. Who in the world? <laughs> Why are you putting that much work for six cupcakes to come out? But, um, no, but you no, can't. No, I listen. Was, uh-uh, I've never even six. seen that. I didn't get no baked Producer goods. Producer Brandon said Mm-mm. that's all he needs. We didn't get no baked goods from 99 Cent Store. I just went to a 99 Cent Store to get uh, starch. The spray all, starch? Yeah, that's all I was going did to Did it work? So, yes, absolutely. My clothes was crisp as uh, cardboard. Okay, got it. Faultless. Mm-hmm. With a blue star. Y'all know what I'm Do talking about. Do you need about? to blow your nose? I don't need to. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm just concerned. No, that's fine. Do you know that when I ask things, I'm, it's out of concern? It may come off as shady, but I'm really concerned. No, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Why is that? Well, you don't seem like a concerning person. Really? No, you don't. Edward told me that. Yeah, because it's the truth. Well, I, I'm very concerned. We all concerned for you. Oh, that's fine. We, a lot of us have gathered over the last few weeks to talk about you. <laughs> Y'all gonna do an intervention on me? You, I'm gonna, I'm the first to tell you, you got an upcoming intervention. A lot of folks ain't What's gonna tell you. What's the intervention gonna be about for me? Well, we gonna let you see it when it gets here, but a lot of it has to do Ooh, with your cocaine addiction. I got a question. Okay, if you had to do an intervention on me, what would it be? What would the intervention on uh, producer Brandon be? And then I'm gonna tell you what your intervention gonna be. Um, the <laughs> intervention that we would do on you, uh, Marcellus, would have to do. With, why are your jeans ripping in the middle? <laughs> you know what? Right at your thighs. <laughs> they all do too. And that's what we need to sit down I'm and talk thick. to you about. Well, we're going to intervene because your jeans are suffering. My jeans are suffering? And it's been a boycott. They have long suffering. It's a lot of stores that don't want you to shop there <laughs> because you're just ruining their products. My face is on that little thing. You yep. know when you come in, they like, don't tag. let him in. Yep. And so we all have been <laughs> approached by various vendors asking us to come and say, could you have a talk with him? What about uh, producer Brandon? If we had to intervene on him. Cinnamon brown sugar pop tart. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what we're going to intervene with we him about. We need to do an intervention on Listen, him about cinnamon brown sugar pop tarts. Cinnamon brown sugar pop tarts. Not only does he eat like three and four within an hour, he leaves the wrappings right next to the toaster. It's so true. And it's vi- uh, he may throw it away. May- maybe. and But mostly no. Sometimes so, he forgets that there's another one in there too. So he needs an intervention for sure. Because <laughs> I know not his, happy right I now. I know his blood glucose sugar is at 190 <laughs> over 23. You know, one time I was like, "Hey, uh, Brandon, did you eat anything?" He said, "I had a pop tart." I said, "Brandon, yeah, listen." And he was content, and I want to know. He want to know why he can't put on weight. <laughs> You didn't ask me if I had a full meal. Mm-mm. You asked if I had eaten anything. <laughs> Producer Brandon, I need you to take your intellectual capabilities and put that towards putting yourself a meal plan together. Can I tell you, when I eat things like that, like if I eat a Pop-Tart, to me that's like eating a potato chip. And that's probably why I'm the size I am. But I now, love pop tarts. They're very warm and chewy when you come when they come out the uh, toaster. Kenneth, I feel like we would have to have multiple interventions for you. That's fine. But I'm going to start with you enjoying cars made in the 90s i'm sorry you have that completely wrong cars made in the 70s well i saw a 1999 dodge caravan minivan oh my god with the wood panel on the side see here we go oh my god so we need to have an intervention with you love to own a 1984 toyota van copper with a burgundy interior there's a reason that they stopped doing those wood panels cutlass have you seen the buick cutlass i have that's amazing i've seen a lot of those on the side of the road an eldorado cadillac yeah. With the suede, with the suede we're gonna rooftop. Start, we're going to start with that one. I'm telling you right now, mark my words, all those cars from the 90s are coming back. Are they? Yes, a Chrysler Sabre. <laughs> no, they're coming back for you. We I, was walking around, we saw a dang Ford Taurus, and he said, ooh, I said Kenneth. I'm telling you right now, I want to be an old Buick Regal. Okay. 
Wow. Oh, I'm going to save my money to get You know one. what I haven't asked you yet? What? How was your week? Oh, it's going great. Is it? Absolutely fabulous. Why? Because I'm going to tell you why. I got air in my lungs. Oh, come on. Huh? I got sight in my eyes. Preach. Hearing in my ears. Uh-huh. Taste in my tongue. And a wig on your head. And feeling in my fingers. Come on. Hmm? My toes can still, I can still feel them. I can grab stuff on my toes. And well, that you have long toes. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have a stroke or I'm not suffering from any type of debilitating diseases. That's good. Because if you warm on one side and not on the other, then you know something's wrong. But I just be warm all over. You be warm all over. Mm-hmm. That's good. How about you? How you feeling? You know what? I'm actually feeling really good. I feel like I'm at a good place in life. Every now and then, I'm like, I don't have this. I don't have that. Then I have to slap myself and say, you know what? Do you really slap yourself? Which, yes. What you do have is the, the ability to slap yourself. Would you yourself. like me to slap you? No. Sometimes <laughs> to help you? Uh-uh. Just tell me when you're having those moments. These I'll are be things more I can do on my to, own. I'll be more than happy to help slap you. I'm sure you would. And that way you could save your hands for other things. I'll Got slap you. you. No, don't. Don't. All right. Well, what if to, I feel like you I don't down? Want you can I slap that. you just if you're feeling down? You can. Good. But there may be uh, results from that. Just know if you hit me back, I'm going to have gas. <laughs> you going to have gas? I'm just telling you that now. Because <laughs> when I get unexpected shock to my body, that's what I usually <laughs> fart. <just> <laughs> So I'm telling you now, it hit me back if you want. It will change the PhD and oxide in the room. <laughs> Your pH balance? Mm-hmm. The whole room going to turn upside down. <laughs> One time I farted, it smelled like seasoning. Oh, no. Why did it smell like seasoning? Because that's what I had eaten. You just ate, you put Some seasoning barbecue in? barbecue chips. I was about to say, you just put seasoning in your hand? I did when I was a kid. I used to do that. Because I was cooking, I was trying to taste different seasons and see how I wanted to cook my chicken. And I would taste the seasonings and put it in my hand to see. Okay. But not no more. But it just depends on what you eat. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying about it. Well, I'm excited. Marcellus, what is our topic today? What's our genre? Our topic today is our fave mm-hmm. foreign film Ooh. and or TV. That will be edited out. What's going to be edited out? You saying that? You can't say I that. I didn't say anything. What did I say? <laughs> Kenneth. Can do you do even one? know what it mean? What it mean? Can you do one? What? <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. You need to stop. You're, you're on a hear- roll today. You're hearing things. I want to know who is who is this when this wig's on? Because this is somebody else. I'm doing a podcast with a whole new guest, Can everybody. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Can you stop? It's foreign film. That's what we're doing today. Anyway, the theme today is foreign film and foreign TV. (laughs) And we're going to talk about what our fave is. And as y'all know, there are so many foreign films and foreign television out there. And I must be honest with you all. When it comes to like foreign, I'm more on the film side for foreign. Like I love a lot of foreign films. And I just thought you guys should know that. But... There is plenty of foreign TV out there that uh, there I sure can. is. I live for BBC. Oh, I love television. Me some B- so B- I'm gonna tell y'all right. If I had TV, I'm gonna tell y'all what mine would be, and it would be The Crown. Oh, on Netflix. That show is bomb. That is a good show. Oh, my Claire Foy. She's a superstar as a result of that show. Let me tell you, a TV show will make you a star. It sure will. Oh no, a TV show will will for set you sure up for life. You, a you better star. ask Betty White. She ain't done no movies. But anyway, it's time for our Lights, Camera, Action. All right. Kenneth, I want you to know, I am so eager to know these answers from this You about to ask me some stuff? Yeah. You always trying to get in my business. I just want to know. Always in my business. I am, you're about to take Dr. Phil's personality test. Oh, God. That man. Let me tell you. nobody So what you're going to do is you're going to answer the questions honestly about yourself, and the quiz is going to be scored, and we're going to let you know how others see you and this quiz supposedly came from dr phil and um is he gonna yell at me are you yelling at me during the quiz it's kind of it's kind of gonna show how you are to your friends so we're gonna see if you really are a good friend okay so first how old are you i'm 39 years old and uh um, you male or female or other i am a male at least i was this morning got you okay so when do you feel your best, Kenneth? In the morning, during the afternoon, and early evening, or late at night? I really feel like I'm myself late at night. Got it. You usually walk fairly fast with long steps, fairly fast with small steps, less fast, head up, looking the world in the face, less fast, head down, 
or very slow? Uh, very fast with short steps. Very fast with short steps. That's true. When talking to people, you stand with your arms folded, have your hands clasped, have one or both of your hands on your hips, touch or push the person to whom you are talking, or play with your ear or hair, touch your chin, or smooth your hair. I I oftentimes will reach out sometimes and touch the person I'm talking to. Okay, so you touch the person. So, okay, you're a predator. When relaxing, you sit if with you give me consent, your knees bent. A consenting adult. <laughs> your knees bent with your legs neatly side by side. Wait, I'm sorry, what? When you're relaxing, uh-huh. You sit with your knees bent with your legs side by, uh, neatly side by side or your legs crossed or your legs stretched. Why are you uh, adjusting yourself? I just want every time you say it, I change positions to see which one's most comfortable. <laughs> your legs stretched out straight or one leg curled under you? Oh, one leg curled under me. When something really amuses you, you react with a big appreciative laugh. I already know the answer to this one. A laugh, but not a loud one. A quiet chuckle or a sheepish smile. A sheepish smile. You a lie. <laughs> Big appreciative laugh. When you go to a party or social gathering, you uh -huh. make a loud entrance so that everyone notices you. Uh -huh. Make a quiet entrance looking around for someone you know. Or you make the quietest entrance trying to stay unnoticed. Or you make a very quiet entrance so you can find who has coke in the back. I try to make the playing. loudest entrance so everybody know that I came in. You want a loud entrance so everyone notices you. That's wow. right. Not surprised. You're working very hard, concentrating hard, and you're interrupted. You welcome the break, you feel extremely irritated, or you vary between the two extremes. I vary between the two extremes depending on what I'm doing. Okay, that's good. Which of the following colors do you like the most? Red, orange, black, they said red, orange. Mm -hmm. Black, yellow, light blue. I don't know how they put that together. Green, dark blue, purple. White, brown, gray. Red, orange. Red, orange. Orange is my favorite color good it's a subdued passion when you are in bed at night in those last few moments before you go to sleep you are stretched out on your back <laughs> mm. stretched out face down on your stomach mm. <laughs> on, your, on your side slightly curled mm -hmm. with your head on one arm mm -hmm. with your head under the covers i am slightly curled with my head on my arm i kind of those are two long. different ones so on your side, slightly curled, or on my side, slightly curled, like a fetus. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Last question: You often dream that you are falling, fighting or struggling, mm -mm. searching for something or somebody, mm -mm. flying or floating. You usually have dreamless sleep, or your dreams are always pleasant. Dreamless sleep. I don't ever dream about nothing. Oh God! I just wake up and just be up, and then I go to sleep and I wake up again. I don't ever dream. Maybe you forgot them. No, I don't dream. I don't dream at all. I go right to sleep. I don't ever dream. I don't have no dreams. I, I mean, I got dreams when I'm awake. I daydream a lot, but I don't night dream. Here we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what did Dr. Phil say about me? So, first of all, you got a score of 48. Out of what? I'm going to tell you right now. What these scores can mean is 61 and up means uh, <laughs> you are vain, self-centered leader. 51 through 60 is a natural leader. 41 through 50, a lively center of attention. 31 through 40 is a loyal friend. 21 to 30 is the careful plotter. And 0 to 20 is a shy worrier. So what What am I? Uh, you are under the lively center of attention. Okay, that makes sense. Um, others see you as fresh, lively, charming, a musical practical amusing, practical, and always interesting. Someone who's constantly in the center of attention, but su sufficiently well-balanced, not to let it go to their head. Thank That's you. not true. Thank you. That's, they that is exactly right. They also see you as right. kind, considerate, and understanding. That's Someone right. who always cheer them up and help them out. Hallelujah. So true. That really is you. Hey. They should just put ho at the end, but that's really you. Listen, I'm a consenting adult. So anyway, yeah. So that was just to kind of get to know you more and just kind of to tell you something about yourself that you pretty much already knew. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you, Dr. Phil, and I appreciate you, Marcellus. That is absolutely true. You got anything else? What is something, you know, I have a question for you. Oh, God. What is something very important that you want the audience of my fave to know? That uh, they may not know. About me? Or just in general, about knowledge? About you. Okay. Uh, something 
to you, my fave listeners, that you may not know about me that I would like you to know. And that, are you okay? Something flew in my face. Oh, Marcella jumped back. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't no, like that's... nothing that flies. <laughs> he just jumped back from the mic. Y'all know how oh, I feel about mosquitoes. Oh, that's so good. I don't got my bracelet of truth on. Okay, sir. It's right here on the table. Woo! You wear, tell everybody what you wear. I have a, a centronella, what's it called? Centronella. I have a centronella bracelet. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm a, a third grade girl, but I don't care mm-hmm. because it keeps the mosquitoes away. Mm-hmm. And mosquitoes are very attracted to me because I eat a lot of sweets. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Well, um, that's good to know. Go ahead uh, and tell us. <laughs> um, One of the things that I would like the my fave listeners to know about me that maybe you don't know about me. And that is uh, I am very extroverted and i do get energy off of being in crowds and i don't meet strangers and i don't have a problem being placed in the middle of a social situation and navigating my way but can i tell you there are times when i just love being at home and i'm just enjoying solitude and because i'm quiet or enjoying solitude doesn't mean there's something wrong with me because usually when you're an extrovert and you get quiet, people automatically assume, are you okay? You've been so quiet. And I'm like, because I don't want to be on all the time. Like, I have to take shifts, right? And so I love quiet time. I love solitude. I love retreating to my room and just uh, reading a magazine or watching some videos on YouTube. I love solitude. So do you like being an extrovert? I love it. It is who I am. There's just and no, so there's, there's nothing. The title there, right? That's who you are. That is exactly who I am. So it makes me think of the president. They like being the president. That's who they are, but they don't get a break. So who the fuck do you think you are taking a break? And on that note, we're going to take a break. Okay. You know what? I don't know who <laughs> just came here in this goddamn podcast right now. Did y'all see Marcella? Okay, baby, go ahead and start your hair shop. Okay, mom, gosh. I'm, hi, I'm Skylar Bartholomew Alexis, mm-hmm. but I don't like that, so I'm just Skylar Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. I'm selling my fresh-pressed hibiscus tarragon lemonade. It's non-GMO, it's organic, it has two shots of B12 for energy, and one shot of omega-3 no, so you can baby, stay... You have three shots of omega. Mom, I know what's in my... Okay, anyway, I'm selling it on my corner and I'm also selling it on the curb at my preteen soul cycle because the instructor said it's okay. Baby, and tell them what you're going to be selling it. Mom, yeah. can you let me sell this? I am trying. I just want to help you. I'm baby. selling it in mason jars. Yes, what kind of mason jars? Gla- glass, mom, what else? Yeah, baby, don't talk like that to me. Well, mom, you keep interrupting me. No. I'm currently trying to get it sold in Whole Foods, so your support would be very welcome. Please get it now, because it's going to go fast, just like mom's stuff. Baby, tell me about your stuff. Mom, right stop here. talking! Oh, yeah, baby, when you do okay. that to me, it causes my ego to become mom. fragile and I have an altered state of mom, reality. Mom, just stop. Pinch yourself a little bit. Now they have to do my cushion breathing and blow out all my candles. Okay, and whatever. Just go ahead and get this right now before my mom loses it. Bye. Okay, we are back. Yes, we are. Back from the rivers, the of, rivers Zion. of Zion. We are back. Back from the rivers of Zion. Zion. I'm carrying my load my up God. the hill I go. And when I get there, I'll tell the devil no. We are back. You know what? I think I'm over traveling this. Traveling from the rivers of Zion. My God. So, um, Kenneth, won't you let everyone know what's your fave foreign film? So, let me tell y'all right now, because I'm about to get turned up. Here we go. I need to go back and watch more foreign films i am disappointed in myself i am devastated at how much i have ignored this genre 
And for sake of a future episode that we have not recorded, there are 9 to 12 foreign films that I have seen, but they all go in another category. Okay. So I have to, ex- so I, as excited as I am. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Who are you looking at right now? Because you're just looking, looking at, in the listen, sky and you're making because, me nervous. I'm, because I have to tell you, I'm trying to get all this out of my head, out of my cranium. Okay. I have this thing that <laughs> something's wrong I am with you, Kenny. Really excited. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm really excited about these films, <laughs> but I can't talk about them yet, Marcellus, because we haven't gotten to that genre yet. So Got you. I have seen a lot of foreign films, uh-huh. but they kind of fall in another world, in another category. Okay, I think you covered that. That That's right. left me with just a few, just a few foreign films that I could talk about. Okay, and the one that rolls to the top. Which one rolls to the top? My favorite for run film. <laughs> I need to give it up to Guillermo del Toro because that mother sucker know how to do a film with some monsters. And that's Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh. Okay. That's a good choice. Pan's Labyrinth. And here's the thing. You don't always think foreign film, but remember, Guillermo del, Cor- del Toro is coming. Now, I didn't you say Toro. You right the first time. Diem- G- What's his name? Guillermo? Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro is coming from a very, very, very particular way. And I love him for this. He's coming from a very particular point. This movie takes place in Spain. This is 1944, after the Spanish Civil War. And one of the main villains is uh, Captain Vidal. Captain Vidal is, like, mean. And his stepdaughter, Ophelia, mm-hmm. his mo- the, the, the girl's mom, they're, like, in this big, beautiful house. And mom is pregnant. And so you know how you'll kind of, like, uh, if you're a, uh, an army person, you'll, like, stay in a certain area of a town. Mm-hmm. And the most of the war is over, right, like I said. But they're still trying to root out the enemies. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, they're kind of just, like, positioned in this place. Well, Ophelia is really dealing with some of her own issues and some of her her own monsters so to speak that are humans but she finds this mystical land okay and she finds these mystical fantasy fantasy creatures okay and it is pan's labyrinth okay and what i love about this is there's this I don't know how to how to how to say it, but it feels very much like a foreign film. Okay. And I say that because when I go into a foreign film, I'm always blown away by the world. Oh yeah. Things are so different. America, Neighborhoods so different. are not familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um geographical landmarks are not familiar to me. Obviously, the language is not familiar to me. The food is not familiar to Mm -hmm. me. So it's like a sensory overload when I'm watching. Not overload, but a sensory buffet because it's not negative. You know, one thing that's very interesting with foreign films that Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize is that America tends, not all the time, Mm -hmm. but America tends to cater towards the American audience, of course. Mm -hmm. So they always tie up loose ends at the ends of movies mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. and usually it's satisfying to the audience mm-hmm. but in a lot of foreign films that's not the case uh-huh. they don't care about tying no loose ends mm-hmm. they don't care about mm-hmm. you it's it'll end with a, a fish swimming away and you not want the fish wasn't even right. in the movie right so you're like wait what some stuff is unresolved but it comes you 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 have to think on your own right you know? right and I love foreign films because they don't censor Mm, yeah. As much as American films do. So there is nudity, not for the sake of just being nude, mm. but if it's a part of the story, they'll show you a jangling in a minute. Right. They'll oh, that's show you. True. They'll show you. Especially because, a French film. Right. And not only that, because Americans are more conservative, right? And mm. so in foreign films, they'll go there and they'll be like, it's a body. Like, why are we shaming people's body? We're not afraid of our bodies. And so it's a but whole. But we can show people head getting busted open. Right, exactly, down. exactly. Right. So it's really interesting to see some of those dynamics play out in stories. Right. Um, and this particular film, obviously there's no nudity, you guys, if you all know Pan's Labyrinth. But it is, oh God, it's, for me, it's my foreign film that I feel like it's kind of American, but it's still foreign. Got that you. makes sense. Because it's not completely engulfed. I have a must watch and an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But, and I think if you're listening, you might go, well, that's even more foreign. But just know that Guillermo del Toro is definitely making movies with a 
with a different slant to it. Okay. Okay. And okay. I feel like over the years, maybe we kind of have, have Americanized him. Okay. But I don't think he's going for it because his films still feel like foreign films to me, even yeah. though they're released in the states. Does you that make follow sense? Follow your heart. Yeah. So that that's my movie, Pan's Labyrinth was a huge box office success that movie cost 19 million dollars to make and it made 83 million wow very very successful it won british awards it was nominated for stuff out here it was a really really good film it uh, debuted at Cannes and won some awards there and i mean guillermo del toro is very honest he's amazing he's about monsters he's always going to be about monsters and these fantasy creatures and, and i love to what oh he, he sticks loves. to it yeah. he sticks to it so but it is still considered a foreign film That's um, amazing. from a from a spanish perspective um if you uh i'm gonna give you a kind of weird question um what would your 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 guillermo del, guillermo del toro thing be you know his thing is monsters let's say you were a filmmaker what would your thing be oh god if i had to really give you a perspective that i would have as a like if we lined up seven films from uh kenneth brown what would be that through line that connects them all i i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't really thought about it pick one oh you know what (laughs) that's very aggressive do it come on it's very aggressive we got time to play i'm i'm you know what (laughs) now wait a minute I think I know what it'll be. No, you don't. I do. What? What is it gonna be? Wigs. That's my through line. <laughs> All my movies are about wigs. No, they every, have something to do with wigs. Every I did have a TV show I was developing called Wigs, and it was about these people that lived in an apartment building, and I was gonna play all the characters. But every wig I put on, I was a different character, and they all lived in the same apartment building. We are going to and I did that a, and accomplish it. And I did a I did a promote I did promo art for it on Instagram. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, when are you doing this? And I never followed through on it. And I had developed these characters and stuff. But you know what? I realized that takes a lot of work. Uh, it does. But and it can so, be done. Uh, I definitely might get back to that, you guys, maybe sometime in the summer. But that's my idea called Wigs. Anyway, um, I think my through line would be um, some type of idea of taking like black consciousness mm-hmm. but then flipping it on its head and putting it in like a sci-fi world Ooh. because oftentimes i don't see a lot of african-american characters living in a sci-fi type of realm or a sci-fi sci-fi so reality almost like uh how jordan peele is with horror yeah yeah but yours is sci-fi i think that right. would be amazing right you know and sometimes i'm not saying that you have to purposely you know have all the characters come out and have like the super afrocentric perspective no but just but the it would just be yeah. nice to have what are normal african-american questions that we may have Mm -hmm. and see them play out in a science fiction genre if if everybody go to uh the house for a cookout and big mama's a robot right (laughs) yes that's exactly what i was thinking i got you you. i'm with your vision thank you i'm with your vision instead of the jetsons they would be called the jinxons the jinxons (laughs) and instead of rosie the robot it'd be beulah it'd be beulah and there it Bula is. The bot. Bula the bot. <laughs> I know you're going to eat all your greens, Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> and there has to be a crackhead robot <laughs> coming to knock on the door and everything. And nobody like them, but they let them come in and I eat. think the first crackhead robot is actually Bender from Bender. Futurama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's already the Bender first crackhead. Bender is crack. a cokehead robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bender is definitely like a drug addict robot. So is there anything else you want to let me know from nope. this? Okay. Oh, wonderful. That's it. Well, I think you chose... Do, are you all right? I had to get comfortable. I'm putting my leg up under another leg. Well, I you thought said, you was over there doing the running man. No, remember you gave me a quiz. Come look right here. My I'm not, leg no, is under I don't want to see. I'm fine because I feel like you didn't change your position at least eight times since we started this podcast. I didn't. I just wanted to get comfortable. Well, are you comfortable? I'm going to give you a moment to get comfortable. I'm already comfortable. Okay, good. So don't move no more. Oh, <laughs> you know, you've been very directive this episode. I've been very directive. And you've been very aggressive. I had a long day, so I'm just very... Oh, so you're going to let it out on me today? Yes. That's what how you do your friends? I was at work and I said, I'm letting all my anger out on Kenneth on the episode. I, you know what? That ma- <laughs> It all makes sense now. I get it, y'all. I get y'all. And it happens every Monday. Every... Check us out at My Faith Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Kenneth, that was really, really a great choice. Do you want to hear about my um, honorable mention? Well, we usually do honorable wait. mention later on, but I mean, you tend to do whatever you want, so go ahead. No, I'll wait. Okay. Well, in you that case. You don't want to hear it, though. <laughs> 
Do you want to say it? I don't. <laughs> not until you're ready. I, okay. I'm not ready yet. Got it. So that so means you go want ahead. me to wait then until later and not tell later. you what my honorable mention is I now. I want you to go ahead and say it later when I'm ready to hear it at a later time, but not right now. And at that time, you would be ready to hear it. Exactly. In that moment of in that, that moment. second. Because right now I'm ready, but not all the way. So you just partially ready i'm partially ready and i don't want to i don't want us to do this until i'm fully ready like not <laughs> completely i want to get my consent ready. to hear just this. halfway covered ready producer brandon can you please press pause? marcus noah garvey's employment training center for felons i am the lead teacher mbaku katin nadagio and i just want to tell you about our 12-week training located in the beautiful lancaster california we take the felons and we help them to change and invigorate their intellect which will allow them to ovulate to the utmost of their cerebral being and they'll come out able to flagellate the flatulence of the system that opposes them i don't know but i want you to hear from one of our candidates mr jabari t'challa hey how's it going due to the anti-disestablishmentarianism of the culture's mm -hmm. metamorphosis mm -hmm. i have now been able to find mm -hmm. the new direction mm -hmm. of my license plate and my hubcaps yes. inside I like what you of the new ground beef that I saw yesterday, yes. I have now been able to find the Kool-Aid inside yes. of the lasagna yes. and make sure I put the water back in the bowl. Listen, 12-week training program located in Lancaster, California. It is us being able to deal with the digestive juices of our mind, coming together with the blending of the lemon meringue of our past and then allowing us to see the expo marker of the frame of our minds. We are helping these brothers come through, be liberated through the anal beams of the justification of the semen of the coming around of the again. That's right, Marcus Noah Garvey's Employment Training Center for ex-felons. We gonna help the brothers give birth to a new obligatory Fallon nipple ring. Okay, we are back. Yes, we are. From outer space. From outer space. And I just came to look and see that look on your face. What look? Weren't you the one? Okay. Yes, that's the look. Hold take that a pose right here. And I'm going to take that picture of this look. Hurry up because my eyes hurt doing this. <laughs> I want them to get stuck. Just like that. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you. I'm going to post this. Y'all, I want you to know how much fun we have doing this podcast. Yes, and this is a really labor a of time. love. And we want you to know that without your support, we wouldn't be here today. Without your support. If you can from, just look down. From like, listeners like you. From listeners like you. Anybody, if you can just look down at the bottom and you can push the donate button. The donate button. You know, I'm talking to you right now. You, young lady. Mm -hmm. who just got your uh your full frontal closure mm -hmm. weave mm -hmm. and you're just having the best day because you know your hair is on point and you're listening to this right now as you drive to go meet up with your boo mm -hmm. i want you to know that we love you that's right and you are loved that's right young man yes who sir. just considered robbing a bank yes i want you to know don't do it don't do it work a a a you know an honest job like everybody that's right else. Young woman who just decided she wants to go backpacking in Europe, mm -hmm. you can't afford it. Don't do it. But do it. Pay your car note instead. <laughs> <laughs> Marcellus, uh, what is your favorite foreign television show? Okay. God, there's so many. Some good listen, television out there. Listen to me. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to tell y'all something here. Mm -hmm. I am. I was very excited about this because I just automatically knew what mine was. Boom. I knew what it was. Yes. Then I thought, well, damn. I didn't talked about mine already. When in a previous episode when we were talking about I think we were, I think we we're talking about action and I mentioned La Fim Nakita. You did. You la, sure la, did. La Fim Nakita. You sure did. And then when I really thought about it, I was like, that's not even a show because the show was American. The movie was, was foreign. foreign, and that's why I said foreign films. I love so many foreign films. La Fim Nakita is one of them. Ah, amazing. But anyway, I had to think about my foreign shows. And there are a few I watch. Of course, there are many things on BBC and things like that. And I know that um, there are just 
certain shows on BBC that are, of course, considered foreign and they're yes. amazing. Yes. But I want to mention Please. the animal shows. I know that aren't they aren't foreign. What animal shows? I know they aren't foreign. I know, but listen, what? I have to say this here on BBC because I love David Attenborough, okay. and I'm gonna I'm gonna Sir. proclaim that at work. I want to meet him. I don't know how much longer he got on this earth, but I want to meet him. He is my hero. Everything about him is amazing. Hope you hear this, David. Woo! All right, now to my actual foreign film choice, foreign TV show. Who would I be if I wasn't me, Kenneth? So a crackhead. <laughs> A straight up neighborhood. The show that, uh, well, my fave foreign TV show is Underwear. What? (laughs) So it's called Underwear, but actually it's translated from a Japanese word. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, so I'm going to try. It's. Don't be problematic. It's. (laughs) Wait. Don't be problematic. It's Atelier, I think. Okay. Atelier. You had me very nervous. Let me see this on your laptop because I don't want to lose no whole listeners. Well, you was looking Never mind. Oh, is that a Japanese word? It seems like a French word. Uh, hey, it could be. Okay. Well, I think I it mean, might be. It might actually be a French word. But anyway, so this show is basically giving you all the devil wears prada vibes oh it is a show about a young lady okay who is obsessed with fabrics okay she even is in some ways considered a fabric nerd she likes fabric she likes textiles she's very into that and she wants to be in it she has friends and everything that are into whatever they studied textile in college all of that stuff She's living her best life for that. But she's not a designer. She's not cool, hip, all that other stuff. Okay. She's just this girl who really likes fabrics. And she it starts off with her. She's uh, got a new job. Is it like Ugly Betty? In a way. It's like an Ugly Betty mixed with the Devil's Earth product. Okay. okay. That, that thing. Okay. Is okay. That, that same story. Yeah. Um, told just with a different voice. Okay. And she goes to start this new job. And it's so amazing because the city, it's a, it's a, it's a big bustling city, but you know, it's not American. Right. So it's right. All automatically different. Oh, so And she that. goes to her first day at her new job and she meets her friend on the way. And her friend is like, that's what you're wearing to work. <laughs> and oh. she has on basically a suit, okay. like a skirt and like the blazer and everything, uh-huh. but it's wrinkled. It's just frumpy. It's just she like some starch. she didn't put she didn't put nothing store. into it. But anyway, they show basically the 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 side by side of her getting ready. Yeah, and then this lady who's very put together has that Anna Wintour haircut. Right, 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 right. That, I'm getting ready to go, and you know get my shit done yeah yeah and she got the shoes and everything so you know she's in style and then she drives away in i think a jaguar so you see her leaving and then she gets the store then they show which i love and if you if you all don't know i am very into film and television even on the deep side of shots and everything of because, course you know, of course i'm a filmmaker of course and so they show her the 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 more upscale lady mm-hmm. they showed that close up of her and just her lips and she's biting the glasses and even from that you could tell that she's thinking about something and what's next but it also shows that she's just sophisticated in yeah. a way it's so weird but anyway you get into this whole episode and come to find out she's starting her first day at this lady's shop and the lady's shop is called Emotion Ooh. and it is a lingerie shop okay and basically that's the show okay. this girl who's green not she doesn't know anything about anything right. she goes to and this is this this is from 2015 by the way but it's okay. on Netflix for okay. all you that may want to watch it she goes into this lingerie shop and you can tell she's very new to this but immediately when she gets in, the people are like, hey, what's up? We got stuff for you to do. Come on. Come work. First day. Hey, how you doing? Let's get to work. And that's where the show gets going. But once her and uh, the main lady meet, then it's just a mess from there. And it's basically like a Devil Wars prototype oh, situation. I would be so excited to see this show. And in the show, they're just, they, they, they compare that the uh, store owner to mm-hmm. Anna Wintour. Okay. Kind of okay. Situation. So she's, she's, you know, she's got her shit together, but anywho, it's a 2015 Japanese web series TV, but it came to Netflix and it's about a small lingerie house called emotion. Like I said, and the main character is Mayuko Tokita. Uh-huh. And she's played by Miri Kiritani. Uh-huh. And 
the other character who's Anna Wintour, she's Mayumi Nanjo, played by Mao Daichi. Okay. And it's just these characters are so good. They play that part so well. And I just like different stories, different voices that I haven't heard before. That's the thing. That's what I like. To be able to see that that same story, but from a whole different cultural perspective. Because what we have to understand is... There are many different voices in the world. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, due to American broadcast and television, thank God for things like Netflix. But unfortunately, due to this American just way of life, even the people who don't really get to do much get to experience TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're just experiencing the American ideals and the American ideologies and the American whatever. Even though they have transformed over time, you're still only experiencing that. Right. So then when you watch something from another... Uh, country mm-hmm. even like you said the nudity mm-hmm. in a regular film mm-hmm. to a, Americans it's like oh my god what are they doing right to other people it's like that's not that big of a deal exactly. you're the ones making that so deep you know exactly so I think that's what I really enjoy it's this same story that I've seen before mm-hmm. but with mm-hmm. another voice right that's what really matters right. it's just like when the same girl at church always singing a solo let uh, Takima do it let Takima do it Takima needs to sing Takima need to sing. Let Takima do it. And Takima might be nervous at first because nobody ever give her a chance. Right. But once she get in her little pocket, she going to be amazing. Listen. Anyway, <laughs> it's really just a lighthearted, lighthearted drama about a girl entering into a new life despite all these obstacles. So throughout the show, she's just dealing with trying to figure out how mm-hmm. to, you know, if make you it had there. to choose between the Devil Wears Prada and Ugly Betty and underwear, which would you say is your favorite out of those three the devil where's Prada? no um you talk about the actual like yeah favorite the devil was Prada. okay because listen she why isn't anyone ready <laughs> like i love <laughs> meryl streep in that role yeah it's like very... that is it's just this 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 i'm I'm here because I got here. Right. So I don't really need no right. confirmation from you, no nothing. I need you to do your job. Right. You know? I think it's time for a rewatch. It's oh my God. I love, love, love the Devil's Prada. And I think I like those characters so much. I'ma honestly say I love those characters so much because it's what I wanna be, but I can't. Okay. I care too much about people uh-huh. to be rude to people. Uh huh. And even if I am rude, I kinda laugh. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm mad and I'm rude, now nah, I could be nah, I could be a B word. Right, right. But right. I'm always gonna come back like, I'm sorry I said that to you. I was I was doing too much. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas other people they can get you know, I like that sometimes right. in people because I don't really see that in myself. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that we do as people. We are attracted to things that we wish we had in a way. We're attracted to things that we want to see in ourselves, whatever. So mm-hmm. God, that's so that's good. Me. That's yeah. so good. Anyway, but yes, that you know, I don't have too much to say because I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I have not finished the series. That's fine. That's fine. I think it's great. I think it's interesting, and I think people should watch it. Our whole goal is that as we do this podcast, we're just sharing with you, our listeners, what we find amazing about these specific genres. And the world of foreign film for us is still very new. Mm-hmm. And that's because we're inundated with American film. Yeah. And everybody wants to jump into the American everybody. film market. So it's never a dull moment in American film. There's never a dull moment in American television. We always have new projects coming to the forefront. So sometimes it's really hard to break out of American cinema and American television to just really dive into the world of foreign film and foreign television. So we are doing the best we can, y'all. Can I tell you that we're doing the best we can? I am very, very passionate about when it, about like foreign film and everything mm-hmm. because one, I love film and mm-hmm. I love seeing the art that people put into a film. So when right. I watch a film, mm-hmm. um, that's why sometimes I'm not so excited about blockbusters because mm-hmm. to me those are all about <laughs> busting the blocks. <laughs> versus really <laughs> he said telling the block versus really telling a well-crafted inspirational moving touching story and it mm-hmm. don't have to be drama it can mm-hmm. be comedy mm-hmm. it can be action i'm not saying it has to be drama mm-hmm. but i love when there's an art form to it somebody mm-hmm. they're they're really speaking through that film mm-hmm. and i feel like i get a lot of that with foreign film mm-hmm. um in a lot of my film classes i had to like really pay attention to what the filmmaker was telling by the shots mm-hmm. not even you don't pay notes you 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 take out the 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 lines you take mm-hmm. out everything mm-hmm. what story is being told 
basically by the shots. And another term they use is mise-en-scene. Mm-hmm. And that is what else in this room. So mm-hmm. if somebody was shooting this room right now, they would be seeing the mics. They would see the computer with right. that. And that would be purposely in the shot. Right. You wouldn't take that out of the shot. That would right. be there so you know this is what's happening versus a close-up of you and I can't even see the mic. Right. How right. do I know what you're doing? Right. You know? So I think that's the stuff I really like. And... One thing that I must say is, I don't know if you've seen, have you seen Not Without My Daughter? Yes, I have. In a way, I feel like that's an American film because it's American actors and actresses, Mm -hmm. but it feels so foreign Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. one, they're in a foreign country, Mm -hmm. but two, just the way that that story is told, even Mm -hmm. though it comes together at the end, right? just the way that that story is told is just like... Yeah. Oh God. There's a show that I want to see that I just read an article for. It's a new Netflix show. And it's called Oh God, Sacred, I think. Uh it's Indian or Iranian characters. It takes place in Mm. I think Iran or India. And it is a very classic um thriller, suspenseful thriller type of he's a cop who's basically trying to figure out who did this murder and as he goes through solving the case he's finding corruption he's finding that there's um crooked politicians all of these people are either a part of it and they don't know or they're a part of it knowingly yeah. a story we've all seen before but not on the backdrop of another country exactly that's the thing that I'm so excited about. Yeah. So I was like, and because we were talking about foreign films today, I was like, oh, I got it. Like, that's on the top of my Netflix list. Yeah. And everyone was saying, you really, like, this is what you need to be watching on Netflix right now. Um, another one, uh, I think it's called A Woman Walks Alone at Night. Oh. It's a vampire film. Ooh. Iranian vampire. From an Iranian field. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So nice. That's, that's one that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, she it. lives in this very seedy neighborhood, uh-huh. this place that shouldn't be safe. Right. But she's a lonely vampire killing people in mm-hmm. Iran. Right? Yeah. An Iranian neighborhood. I don't know. That's not familiar to me. And I would love to watch that film. Not only are we talking about a vampire movie, but it's in Iran. That's Iran. dope to do me. You, do you remember there was uh, uh, a uh, gay film mm-hmm. that we found that I think it was like French. Mm-hmm. And it starts off so like these people are like just happy. They're going in the park, strolling, cruising, whatever else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it ends up being about a murderer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You, it's And it doesn't happen early on in the movie. No, nope. This is just random. You just watching a movie that you think is a drama. And next thing you know, somebody gets drowned. And you're like, wait, what? Right. And it turns into just a film about a murderer who's like basically a serial killer. Yes. And you're yes. like, wait a minute. It I took, a, this it was took a, a completely different twist. And, and, and I think turn. it's French. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's just like, wow, that is it's just... really good. That movie is called Sacred Games. Sacred Games. And it it takes place in Mumbai, in, Mumbai, in India. No, in that's Mumbai. the one no, I'm talking about? No, no, the one I was talking about just oh, a minute ago. Yeah, you didn't transition yeah. that well. Okay. So... Well, the movie that I was talking about <laughs> just a few seconds ago, <laughs> it did not take place in Iran. It took place in India. Got it. Anything else that you want to add to what I was saying? Since I was no, talking. not at all, not at all. Oh my! You God. shut me right down, and I listen. I have nothing else to say because I feel like a foreigner in my own studio. <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and take a break so you can feel more at home. Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Y'all know us. We the Liquor Bank. That's right. My name is DeMarco. I'm cousin with my cousin Fez. You know what? We got everything you need here at the Liquor Bank. Y'all been coming here getting stuff from us all the time. You know we reliable. We got a new business venture going on for all y'all We right heard now. some rumblings in the street. We got these blunt wraps that y'all love. The raspberry flavor. Y'all like the pina colada all flavor. All that, all that. But we hear y'all tired of that. So we got a new proprietor supporting us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tell them about what we got, cuz. Listen, bro. We got the blunt wraps that's going to help you when you really, really, really in need. That's our good regular flavors to start. We got baked chicken flavored uh-huh. bump wraps. We got Italian beef flavored bump wraps. Yeah. We got Korean barbecue for when you're feeling like you want to go grill something. We even got bacon flavored bump wraps. I like those, That's bro. real good. And let me tell you, for some of y'all that's on the top of y'all payday, and y'all want to splurge yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like why me. Why don't you get some lobster bisque blunt wrap? Hey, bro. We got some caviar blunt wrap. Caviar. And we got that ooh, root crisp filet mignon blunt wrap, homie. Hey, it's lit. It's lit, man. 
man. Even the salmon with the little capers on the side. We got that one too. That just came that's in the right. other day. That's right. But let me tell you though, bro. Tell we cause. don't sell no weed. No here. weed here. Don't be coming homie. up here looking for weed now. We don't sell it. Now I may know somebody. May he may be my cousin. May not. Around and he the may, corner. You know, sell some weed. And they may no no no. They they don't sell no weed, homie. Oh, he do, they don't. They sell, don't they, sell no they weed. They may happen to wear mm-hmm. Dodgers hat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or Dodgers jersey. And always wearing black. And sometimes. always wearing black. But I'm Got just you. saying we ain't in that. We don't even know. <laughs> Like we just that. do the blunt. We do the blunt. That's what I'm talking about. But listen, we even got the blunts for you when you feel like you don't even got enough money because yep. payday too far away. Yep. We got you, bro. We got the hot dog water flavor blunt wraps. That's right. We even got the top ramen flavor blunt wraps. What that come with? That come with a beef packet, homie. Top ramen beef flavor blunt wrap. Hella good, bro. Packet. And my favorite for when it's, it's that time, you know, the bologna sandwich. Fried bologna Ooh, fried sandwich. Fried bologna flavor wrap, blunt wrap. That's right. Come on, catch us out at the Liquor Bank on Crenshaw, 420 West Crenshaw Boulevard. We always there. We ready to serve our people yeah, and our yeah, community. Yeah. We, we good. We don't sell weed, though. We don't sell weed, though, homie. We are back. Yes, we are. So, you know what happens next? What happens? We're going to talk about our must-watch. Yeah. Okay, you guys, this is a category of films that are just ridiculous. Ridiculously important. You gotta watch them. That's the whole point of this part. Okay. Period. Y'all gotta gotta gotta. Okay, Marcellus, would you like to go first, or you want me to go first? I will go first because I never do at this point. So I'm gonna go ahead and go first. What is your must-watch foreign television show for our listeners, please? Well, I'm gonna be honest with everyone. Um, I feel like I'm stretching with this one. Uh oh. <laughs> because it did come on on BBC America at some point. And in a sense, that's technically American, even though it's BBC, but it's BBC for America. But anyway, it's a Canadian show, actually. You know, and that's not really foreign. It's up the street. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yo, uh, the show I chose is Orphan Black. Okay. Have you ever seen Orphan Black? I have. Did I you have. like it? I did. I only got into like the first two episodes, and gotcha. then I ended up going somewhere else listen after that first i love a good show that catches you with like something in the first the pilot mm-hmm. and in the pilot i can say this because it ain't spoiling nothing because it happens right when it starts mm-hmm. this girl is at a train station she's already feeling some type of way about whatever she's there you can tell she's going through something she turns around and she sees someone that looks exactly like her mm-hmm. and i mean exactly like her mm-hmm. and that girl looks at her and they make eye contact for a minute and right after that that girl she saw steps out and gets hit by a train oh my god commit suicide basically oh like my god. steps onto the train platform oh my god and it's like what the fuck so then she picks up her id and everything and long story short she uh assumes her identity oh and there's a reason why though so uh, i'm not gonna tell y'all all of it yeah. But what I am going to say is it's a science fiction thriller created by Graham Mason and Joan Fawcett. And um, there's a main thing that it's about, but I don't want to say it because it gives it away. Don't but I say feel like it. you always see it in the commercials say anyway. Don't but say anyway, it. y'all need to watch it. Some You, you got to watch it. I know my niece Shanice watches it. She likes hey, it. Hey, Shanice. I know one of my other friends watches it. Hey, I other friend. have not caught up all the way, so I'm missing the last Boo season. You. The last season I did not watch. I have a hard time watching last seasons of shows because I don't have separation anxiety. And I don't want to end the show because I feel like I'm a part of it. In, in my mind, I'm one of the people in that show. Anyway... The story uh, centers around Sarah Manning. We need to unpack that. And like she said, she witnesses uh, the suicide, but then she, you know, whatever, she takes it. And it's really centered about around the moral and ethical implications of blank, blank. And if I say blank, blank, then you're going to know what it's about. So I want you to watch it. <laughs> um, it it uh, premiered June 16th, 2016, and the final season premiered in 2017, but it went on for a while. How many seasons? I think it has... Because I think producer Brand used to watch that show, and I remember him screaming in his room, and so I was like, ah, Yeah, good. I think it has five seasons. Okay. The, it, 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 but you it don't... Pretty quick. You haven't watched the last season, because I, I was going to ask you, did it wrap the storyline up, yeah. but you don't know. But I think it's a really good show with a really good story. It gets intense. I'm nervous that it may do what other good shows do, where it gets towards the end and it gets weird, because you kind of think, where else can you go with this? But I think it's a really good show. Okay. And, you know, I think people should watch it. I think it's great well thank you so much for sharing that and then my honorable mention is okay. siempre bruja forever witch oh. i mentioned that in another episode you just did yeah it is a colombian show and i think it's everything 
Okay. Oh, and the three percent, but I haven't finished that either, and that's a Brazilian show. So y'all oh, go watch. Yeah, that. I started three percent, and I got lost. I was like, eh, yeah. I gave up on it. Yeah, you I didn't feel like reading, it. huh? No, I didn't feel like I was following. I didn't really. I lost kind of like the, the. I didn't really care what happened to the characters. That's sad. So you know, I was like, eh. There's so much fighting for my attention when it comes to television and movies, and so it's just like I have to be in love with it, and I'm not gonna feel guilty for not finishing it. Like if I get to a certain part of the show, I'd be like, because mm. there's other like shows on. that I watch and I love it, and there's yeah. never a struggle. Understood. So those are the shows I just tend to like gravitate towards. Got gotcha. you. That makes sense. I may go back to three percent if I'm sick and I can't get the remote and change the channel. <laughs> um, my must watch is uh, Train to Busan. Ooh. <laughs> That's a movie. Can I tell y'all? That's a movie. That man. movie changed my life. It is a zombie film, which is a whole nother genre. And I thought about that. I was very, very, very careful as to whether or not I want to talk about this. Because we're going to probably have a future episode where we talk about zombie movies and zombie television shows. It's a genre. But let me tell you, I had to just, it's a must watch. You've got to watch Train to Busan. All the if zombies. If you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. Are on a train. And it takes place in Korea. South Korea to be Pacific and they are moving from one city and the train goes to the South Korean city of Busan this man is traveling with his daughter and he's taking the daughter to go meet the mama <sighs> it's and a zombie outbreak happens mm. and they are literally on the train but these zombies to... are different well they these are the zombies that I call track star zombies mm -hmm. right so we got World War Z yeah. we got 28 days later one. but these zombies are like they're not only aggressive. are they track star zombies, but they really are like. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. I love it. I like they're love not that. It. No, they're like no, they're no, very no, no. like Red Bull energized zombies. Aggressive. So please check out when you get a chance. Um, train to Busan, and then last but not least, uh oh, uh oh, honorable mention, Old Boy. Ooh. Old Boy is a Korean film. I saw the American um, remake a couple of years ago, and it was just like, oh, my God, what is this? Basically, this man is drunk. He's released from the police. Somebody kidnaps him and keeps him hostage for 15 years. Seriously? He comes out of captivity for 15 years. The only thing he's been having is a TV in his room. They feed him every day. He has no idea what's going on, and he has five days to figure out who, cap who kidnapped him in exact Revenge. Oh my god. Amazing. It is a Korean film as well. Came out in 2005. Wow. So, if you guys get a chance, please watch Old Boy. That's a great pick. Yeah. And Train to Busan. So, I, that, listen, that's it. Like, y'all trust us on our must watches. That's we a good know pick. what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. No, really. I think y'all should get into it. I really, really love to suggest these shows. I am a. Netflix fiend. I love Netflix. I think we should just straight up do a Netflix episode. What's your favorite show on your favorite movie, movie on Netflix? Show. And your favorite show on Netflix? Because listen, there's so many. If so that's many. the case, though, they have to be original Netflix movies. Of course, right? Because you yeah. know Netflix got their catalog. Yeah, it should be an original Netflix original show and an original Netflix, Netflix movie for sure. Ooh, and I'm not gonna pick Bird Box. But that's a good one. That is a good one. But you know, I wouldn't pick it. On it but I know. But I would. But it, yeah. So yeah, I, that's an yeah. excellent genre for us. We can to do that. We that's an episode, y'all. We can do that. Today's anyway, Netflix. please, 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 Kenneth, can you let me and the audience know where they can find you? You can find me over in Lamert Park. I am right next to USC. Okay, I'm in online. I don't think anybody's oh, trying to come okay. find you. Unless right. you're doing a hookup. Okay. Um. In that case, I am available. And you shouldn't be doing hookups at your house. No, I, I no, I wasn't saying this that you can come and hook me up. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> where I was because I thought y'all might want to come and have coffee. But I am definitely available on Instagram, KenBrown79. Okay, okay. You can find me at Marcellus underscore kid everywhere. And you know, I'm trying to grow. This is a personal feed. I'm trying to grow my Twitter account. So go follow me, Marcellus underscore kid at Twitter because my Twitter is very sad. I feel embarrassed that don't I, feel pressure that i didn't build up and you know that. what i feel don't like feel now is a good time because i feel like our podcast is very open and very honest and very vulnerable and i know that our listeners are caring people and they understand and i just want to let y'all know i'm sorry about that last episode y'all <laughs> oh when we got towards the end of it 
it got a little weird. I know some of y- I counted. Only a few of y'all really got to hear it. So the real listeners is the one that heard the messed up one. Oh my god. Can I tell y'all what really happened? He does this every time. I took Z Quill. Oh Lord. Because I forgot that I needed to finish editing. And Z Quill took over okay. while I was trying to edit. Okay. I literally fell asleep at the desk editing. I woke up at two in the morning about to cry because I said, I just want to go to bed. But I had to finish the episode because, you know, I wanted it to get published. But um, it was it was was interesting. It was the episode in two dimensions. It was in two whole dimensions. (laughs) It was seven things happening at once. And I said, oh, my God. But it was all I could do was laugh because guess oh, what? God. Not only was it a blooper episode, but there was bloopers guess in it. Guess what? The <laughs> jokes on you, blooper. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. Uh, I appreciate everyone who listens, and you know what? We appreciate you. Spread the word. Spread the word. Let everybody know. And I'm gonna make an announcement or a, 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 a um, request. That's Uh-oh. the word I was looking for. Uh-huh. Please, 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 if you listen to us on uh, a podcast app on Apple, go ahead and write a review. Give us a review. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. Hell, tell us. If you don't like it, tell us that, too. Tell us you don't like it. Write a review, okay? But just know if you do say some negative stuff, we may respond to you in some way. So please, no, I'm just playing. No, please <laughs> go write us a review and let us know how you feel and everything. And I told my coworkers about the podcast today. You did? They're going to listen. So it's about time. I hope y'all listen. No, I'll be telling people tell all you the time. Ken, no, Ken do not yes, promote. Yes, I do. I went to Ken's class and I said, do y'all know we got a podcast? And they said, what? And I said, oh, God. No, that's because I'm not trying Ken to promote me like that. You need to promote. I'm well, like, it's not it's just not about you. It's not absorbed like that, Marcella. Well, you need and to. And it never came up organically. You need to. Okay. And that time that you came to it the class. About organic. It came up very organically, listen, and it was beautiful how the when information I meet people, was disseminated. I say, "How are you doing? My name is Marcellus. You should listen to my podcast." <laughs> okay, okay, and that's why. Okay, on that note, y'all, that's my oh, point. That's funny, and I'm the Leo. But anyway, yep. um, you guys, thank you for listening. I we hope y'all have go. a good night or day or morning. I gotta go or eat. dusk. Hasta la pasta. Bye.